for Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We're going to be talking about Veterans Day today. It's one of our very favorite holidays. And, but before we do, I want to thank Home Instead Senior Care. They provide trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are so grateful for them. And I'm really excited on it. Crafty Pierce is my co-host today. Anna, thanks for being on the show. You're so welcome. I love doing this with you. You know, every time you come on, I think, how can it get any better than this? This is just like my dream come true. But I know. Then, then when you throw in something like Veterans Day, it's like, oh my gosh, this is just 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 too fun. I can't believe it. So I'm I can't wait to talk about this. Now, Veterans Day in 2019 is November 11th, so it's coming up, and I and I want to just talk a little bit, I want to get people as psyched up about it as we are, so I want to talk, give a little bit of history, so our, it was not called Veterans Day at first, it was called Armistice Day after World War One, and then it was changed to Veterans Day by Eisenhower, and here's a quote I brought you from Eisenhower, I, there were so many, but I love this one, that was not the biggest battle that ever was, but for me, it was. It always typified one thing. This is the part I loved. The dash, the ingenuity, the readiness at the first opportunity that characterizes the American soldier. Dwight D. Eisenhower said that, and of course, he was a general, so he had great firsthand information about what that means. And you know, World War II—I mean, World War One—was supposed to be the war that ended all wars. And within a few years, they were back in Europe fighting World War yeah. II. And so, and they say many things about that war. They say we won it because the American farm boys knew how to fix a, a motor on the jeeps. And so they, when their their transportation would get they were stuck in the mud. Stuck, the guys knew how to fix it. And so there were just a thousand examples of the ingenuity and also the readiness of our men to sacrifice their lives for, for the well-being of others. And I would say that is still true of soldiers today. They are ingenious and, and ready to serve. And so, and I loved his word, the dash of our soldiers <laughs> and our, our armed forces, our sailors, all the military oh. uh, armed services in this country. So I love that. So here we are at Veterans Day to honor the guys and the gals who've already served. And also simultaneously, of course, in our hearts and our prayers are the people who are overseas at this very moment or in our own country protecting us. 
And so we're so thankful for them. And we wanted to take a minute and talk about how you can celebrate Veterans Day in a way that honors the service that is being provided for our country. So, Anna, jump in. What do you think? Well, I personal experience, of course, trumps many things in life. And my grandparents, my grandfathers, were just a little too young to have served in World War II. But I had great-grandparents I heard stories about. Yeah. But no personal interaction with them. And then I found my mother, my grandmother-in-law's love letters that her husband had written to her. He was a one of the first um, MPs in uh, anywhere, truthfully, during World War II. Oh. And it tells about his, he, he talks all about boot camp and going places on trains where they don't know where they're going and yeah. the conditions that he's serving under and where his heart is. Mm. So that, that was a fascinating, someone who has a direct influence on the lives and the hearts of my in-laws and my husband it was fascinating to hear his perspective in those letters that he's writing to his sweetheart. And then, and he was so funny and so tender, some of the things he said to her and, and some of the realities of the crazy conditions they were living under here in East Texas, which is also really cool. And then my other yeah. experience that is dear to my heart that someone just gave me this opportunity in college, they were, I don't know if they may still be collecting stories. They were collecting stories for the Library of Congress at Tyler Junior College, and they were having college kids interview veterans. I and so it. I got to interview some of the World War II vets from East Texas I and love it. hear their stories and have them. They were all of them were very kind gentlemen, very well mannered men. And so there were a couple of moments where I knew they were editing their stories because I'm, you know, I was a college girl and they were they were oh. <laughs> stopping and, and changing words and, and editing in ways that were just yeah. dear, you know. Yeah. And, um, but they were really telling what it was like to be in Japan or on a boat in the middle of the ocean or in trenches. And you can still find those. I recently found them. If you go to the Library of Congress, you can look, Congress, you can look up the Veterans History Project. And wow. you can find interviews with veterans from all over the country. And I think they've moved into the next era, which would be Vietnam, well, Korea and then yeah. Vietnam and the Desert I, Storm. I got to interview a couple of the veterans from Vietnam as well. That's so um, cool. They had some incredible, crazy, as a young person, it just, my, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. They had snake stories. Oh. All those guys had crazy snake stories about being in the jungle with a snake. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, I... As we think about celebrating, of course, I always think about the way communities come together. And one of our favorite yes. ways to celebrate uh, Veterans Day is at the Red, White, and Blue Festival in Bullard, Texas. So I just want to give a shout out to our friends there who have worked so hard to make that community a veteran-friendly community. And there are lots of ways you can do that. And I just encourage people to keep that in mind as civic leaders to remember to find ways to honor our veterans by making sure those services are really available and easy to access for, for people who have served and for their families, especially. So when you, let's, let's say you're having a, a, a veterans day with your family and you go to your fun event in your community and then you come home and you still want to do a little more teaching with your kids on what kind of things do you suggest either games indoor or outdoors, or if it rains, what are some of your ideas about helping your children understand other people's sacrifice? 
well, okay, this doesn't involve indoor or outdoor. This is not something you do at home, but it is part of, I feel like, the intuitive brilliance of you raising us. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you would stop at the historical markers, which, you know, there was a moment in junior high I was like, uh, we're doing this again, seriously? But you were very consistent <laughs> about stopping for history, and, and it honored that history, and it taught me a lot of local history, but also, I mean, you made a point of taking us to the Alamo, which I know is not a national kind of Veterans Day thing, but in Texas, part of our patriotism yeah. is local, and yeah. at the Alamo, people died for freedom, and it's a place you can go and visualize being one of those people who sacrificed. That's true. And I so as a kid, whatever is in your part of the country, whether it's a battle place from the Civil War or one from the Revolutionary War, if you have a local place where people fought to secure freedom or if, if you're by a military base and you can go – you know, read the historical marker by the military base and, um, or I don't know, maybe there's a way to get to tours, but if you can get your kids in a place where they can visualize, this is real, this is what it would be like. That made a bit, big impact on me and, and my internalizing as a kid, the importance of veterans and sacrifice. Well, I know we've talked about this before, and I remember um, for July 4th, we talked about free will and how important it is. One thing, when you mentioned the Alamo, what immediately came to my mind is that was originally a Catholic mission. So yeah. faith, to me, there there is this way that the Christian faith gives people the confidence to make the sacrifices necessary for freedom, but also the Christian faith respects that beauty of free will. And so that those two things come together very beautifully in the American culture now, where we have so many diverse and, and variety of people, all religions, all people coming here. And yet because of those Christian values from the beginning that we were so fortunate to have, the idea of sacrifice and respecting free will, those those things come together really beautifully to be a very hospitable Place. Now, I know there are people that would disagree with that about our culture, but those are our roots. That's our tradition. And, and so and that, if that's each a, of us embrace that, that idea that our yeah. goal is to serve our neighbor well right. and to love them where they are, then it yes. will be our culture. It will be true of us today in our household, in our neighborhood, in our city, and in our state, and in our country. That's how that works. Right. And I, I know Americans have, have failed the test in many areas when it comes to freedom, especially when you consider but we get the, to choose the, again. The slavery. Yeah. But we but get I also to choose again. That, yes. I think this generation gets to make a different choice, the choices that they can be satisfied with and we can be informed by our history. I think our history is really important part of what we yeah. do on Veterans Day. So we're going to go to the break here in just a second. I want to mention the American Freedom Museum as we go into this last uh, little oh. bit. And I, I don't want to forget to say that you can find out so much more on KathyCrafty.com. I have so many great interviews. I hope you'll go there and even sign up for our blog so that you'll get the things that we'll be planning for Christmas. And Anna's going to come back with some great ideas at that time. So don't miss a chance to sign up for our weekly blog. We really hope you'll do that. But also, I, know, I want to t say the American Freedom Museum is in Bullard, Texas. We mentioned them earlier with the Red, White, and Blue Festival. And you can find them at AmericanFreedom, 
museum.org and that is an amazing place and I sure hope that you will go and if you're in our area definitely make a a stop by there so you can help inform your kids or your grandchildren about our beautiful heritage so I I think we'll have to close and before we do I just want to say don't forget kathycrafty.com and please stay tuned when we come back we're going to talk about putting out old family histories and heroes with pictures and Crafts for Kids and Neighborhood Events. <laughs> so stay with us. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. Thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back. I'm just laughing. Thank you for staying with me. That was such an awful transition. I had so much more I wanted to say about the American History Museum, and I ran out of time as the break came in. So I want to come back to that, Anna. Talk to us a little bit about your take on that beautiful museum in Bullard, Texas. I just wanted to back what you'd said with my own enthusiasm. I was under the impression before I went that it was just a small East Texas museum, and it was kind of a personal collection. So when I got there, and they have like, they have an actual, like, what is it, a helicopter? My husband would know exactly yeah. what it is. They yeah, have, like, big, a piece of military equipment, like, over the pond, and they have all the flags out there. So you're greeted with, immediately, you feel like, oh, wow, 
history right there. There it is. It's real. And you walk in and it is so classy. Like the, the way they put everything together, the collection, it flows beautifully visually. It just, they've really honored the artifacts that they've collected in a very lovely way. And it's, it is, I mean, I wouldn't even call it small necessarily. It is a, a perfect size to yeah. see everything and expose your kids to a lot of history without getting lost or overwhelmed. It's yeah, really it, well done. It's really curated brilliantly and, and family-friendly no matter the age of your children. If you want to bring yes. your, your great-grandparents with you to that museum because they served in, in the military you're going to be or the armed forces, you're going to be really happy that you did. And I just, and that's boring. And if you have visitors and in, in t- who are here in East Texas and you're looking for something to do with them that is um, local and really honors things that are good, that museum is excellent. Yeah, and I, the other thing I want to say about that is, um, you know, sometimes we think Bullard, Texas, that's such a small town, but, but that is, is a museum that's worth going out of the way to see. And I know yeah. there's museums like that all over the country, so wherever you are, if you're in the United States or even in your own um, hometown, wherever it is, there are ways to create create moments of patriotism and love of country. And I'm saying this because I know my show goes out to glo- globally. So, Internationally. Yeah. I, I just want to be sure people understand we respect their traditions as well. I, I talk a lot about Texas because that's where I'm from. I like talking about the United States of America because I love my country, but I also respect other people's traditions. And so, anyway, there's different ways you can promote a love of country and, and loyalty in your own family. And and I made a list, but I want to I want to say those real quickly, and then I want to open it up for you to give me some ideas too, Anna for our listening friends. So you can visit local museums or cemeteries. We've, we've taken picnics to cemeteries and just enjoy. I love, I love going to cemeteries. You know, I remember when I was little, the first time you took me to the one in Austin yeah. to find our relatives graves. I remember that as a kid and I didn't really understand all the nuances of it at the time, but it did feel, it gave me a sense of permanence and history for my own context, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here, when it's Veterans Day, here's some other things, good places to look for activities. There's the local airports. Sometimes we'll have air shows. I mean, how great is that? And you can even make that your destination. If you know of an air show or a museum that you want to travel to, don't be afraid to travel to a small town. Often you can find all kinds of really fun things to do, like even just packing a picnic. You can find people that are willing at the drugstore to pack it for you. It's amazing what happens in a small town, especially the small towns in Texas. But here's some other ideas because I know moms are working hard now and you may not have time to take a vacation or or even an event a a Saturday. Trip. I know, who has time for that? So but you still want to give your kids that sense of uh, loving loyalty to their family and to their traditions and to our in our case, American and Texas culture. So so here's some other things you can do. You can take cards and cookies to veterans. You can, and you can get your kids involved in making those ahead of time and talking about it. You, I filled up a punch bowl with pictures from our family albums, but you can even create your own little punch bowl 
of pictures the kids can sort through and they can involve, you can collect a stack of military pictures of men and women who have served our country in years and generations past in your own family. So that's another great idea. And then I have one more idea, and then I'm going to ask you for ideas, Anna. When we did the Red, White, and Blue uh, Festival in Bullard many years ago, we immediately heard about the Christian Motorcycle Association, and that is a nationwide uh, association. So the Christian Motorcyclist Association and their call, if you search for them, I searched under Christian Bikers Tyler, Texas, and I immediately found them. Here they're called Cross-Spoke Riders number 930. But their big organizational website is, if you can remember this, CMA, that's Christian Motorcyclist Association, CMASCR4.org. I'm not sure what the SCR4 stands for. But they're easy to find. I just I put in Christian bikers and they pop right up. So I want to mention them because they did such an ex, ex, such an ounce. If you're having an event in your community and you're listening in, I wanted to share that bit of advice. Definitely call them. They brought the best like vacation Bible school um, crafts for the children, and that tent was full all day long when we used to do that. Back when in the day when I was still on that committee and helped plan that event, we had more fun with them. They were excellent. So just want to mention that. Okay, people Anna. who honor so they are people who are excited to engage kids in honoring veterans. Yes, and many of them are That's Vietnam. Awesome. Vet, Vietnam yes. vets, a lot of them and and they're Christian, it's the Christian Motorcyclist Association. So they bring these wonderful uh, crafts for the kids and they they do all that themselves. It didn't cost us anything to invite them and have them come. They were so good. Okay, so just want to mention them because we really love them. And they, but they, if that's like a if full you don't circle. have time, if you don't have time to organize a parade or even go to one, and you yes. just have to eat, you know, a meal in your home like your normal dinner routine because your life is full. <laughs> yes, and and so many women, especially single moms. How do you, or maybe your parents are aging and you can barely leave the house. So tell us some ideas to do at home that can well, make I love, our kids aware of veterans, okay? I love lightweight, like things that are not expensive, they're easy to take down. I love lightweight, happy decorations. Yes. And particularly if you're trying to engage, engage kids, um, but, but even if you're just a grown-up wanting to celebrate with an all-adult, you know, you and your parents at home. Yeah. Um, there's some historic decorations for our country. For example, yellow ribbons have oh. um, a connotation of honoring military service. And um, you'll see them sometimes around town wrapped around trees. Yeah. And then also um, stars on banners. I don't know when I say that if you can visualize the long, narrow, rectangular banners. Yeah. They had a little V cut in the bottom, and they would have stars on them. And they represented the number of people serving in the military in your household. Wow. And so I think, like, when my kids get a little older and they can cut out stars, I think it would be delightful to collect a few books and, our, of course, our personal family history. But if you don't have anyone in your family who's served, you can pick up a book about George Washington or any hero who sacrificed for our, our freedom and read it to them while they make a banner. Um, yeah. Also, 
and or just put I mean even just red white and blue streamers over a table is so happy and festive but if you don't have time to pick up a book I love to collect books that's my favorite format but mm-hmm. online there are so many education-based child-friendly websites and you can google um you know George Washington and see stories for kids and see what comes up and there'll be something there that's made by educators and formatted and easy to read to read to a kid. I love that. And then you don't have to go buy a book. (laughs) Oh, that, you know, if you're a mom and you're on, you're driving home tonight wondering what you're going to do for Veterans Day and it's coming up. I want you to know, isn't that a great idea? You could have that done almost don't, don't search on your phone while you're stopped at a stoplight. Wait till you get home. <laughs> well, and as far as paper and craft, yeah. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't have a pen and an old magazine? Have your kids go through and pull all the pictures out of one of your old magazines that have blue in them, and then collage, tear up all the little blue pieces, and glue them all down in a star shape. I love it. I and love it. That's then, if you really idea. are driving home right now and you need a patriotic activity right now, there you go. <laughs> I love that. That's a great idea. And you know, junk mail was about? made for collaging. And collages are cool because t- toddlers love them, but also teenagers do. I think I did yeah. my first collage when I was about sixteen years old, and my aunt helped me do my face and I could not believe we just tore up magazine pieces of paper and it worked. I couldn't believe Which it. Aunt? Auntie Mary, of course. Awesome, of course. <laughs> she's uh, so talented. Mary she's and, so dear. And she's and she's a, a consummate educator. She's just an amazing oh, teacher. Yes. So yeah. So um, maybe maybe I couldn't have done it with your kids, but well, she did it with us reason, and it was amazing. The reason teenagers love collages is you can hide things in them. So then you take a quote from George Washington or from a family quote, like from your grandfather or your husband or the person you know who's serving or sacrificed for our freedom, and you hide that in your collage. And then you have something that you either keep and you put it on your kid's bulletin board and it is a treasure to them and represents their love of country and their love of sacrifice in that person, or you have a fabulous gift to honor Uh another veteran with. Okay, so we have two minutes. We have to summarize now. So for Veterans Day, what are some of your big thoughts about it? What do you encourage parents to teach the kids? Honoring sacrifice. Not empty sacrifice, but sacrifice that is for a purpose and serves others. Ah, love it. Love it. Honor, that is so great. I'm writing that down. I got a little distracted there. Honoring sacrifice, not the empty sacrifice, but the kind that really benefits others is that correct did i get it right sounds about right but it's recorded so we can go back and listen to this yeah that's right (laughs) i need to this has just been so great now don't forget you can go to kathy crafty c-a-t-h-y k-r-a-f as in frank v as in victor e as in edward.com and get more great adventures tons of conversational adventures we've had with people who we think are amazingly heroic and I want to mention, don't don't forget to look for Anna's episodes there because she has just filled up my airways with lots of good ideas for small children. And we hope you have a wonderful holiday with your loved ones celebrating the freedom yes. and all the sacrifices that were made for this country. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, no.